This is the Mosaic Church Podcast. Mosaic Church is committed to making disciples that discover Christ, connect in Christian community, and serve others and the world. All right, let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for a new year. We love you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. One year, long, long time ago, when middle school was called junior high. Anybody go to junior high with me? Yeah, junior high, not middle school. I was minding my own business, uh, walking through the courtyard of McIntosh Middle School, junior high at the time, the McIntosh Eagles. I was, it was lunchtime. I'm in the courtyard, and I'm just kind of uh, do what sanguines do, you know, just roaming around, saying hello to everybody. And then out of the blue, uh, this very big basketball player and happened to be on the wrestling team uh, decided to pick me up and give me a full Nelson. Here's a picture similar to, are, are you showing it? There it is. Uh, except my feet were not touching the ground, all right? Uh, I was dangling like a little doll, and um, I remember vaguely, or uh, remember same because I could hardly breathe, uh, and said, can, can you please let me go? And I think his attention went somewhere else, and he just let me go. And I said, thanks, bro. And he didn't think anything of it. It wasn't out of malice. It was just out of, like, boredom. Uh, he decided to bully me. And so, uh, but we became good friends later on. We can go back to the Mings. Uh, there you go. We became good friends and it was very interesting at that moment as I'm, pre- I'm about to preach on Acts chapter 20. I was, uh, I was in a full Nelson and I couldn't move. I was bound to this guy's strength. And uh, you know, the funny thing about the chaos of middle school uh, courtyard during lunch is that nobody noticed. You know, there was not a teacher in sight to, to help me out. Uh, and there I was just for, it seemed like a minute, but it's probably 30 seconds uh, dangling under this, uh, the strength of this young boy. Acts chapter 20, this is our New Year's Sunday sermon. We'll go back to Philippians uh, when we get back to our regular routine. But Acts chapter 20, I want to read out of the NLT, but they're all basically to say the same thing. In verse 22, and now I am bound by the Spirit, and this is Paul talking to the elders, and this is towards the end of uh, one of his journeys, and it's the end of uh, the book of Acts. And he says, now I am bound by the Spirit to go to Jerusalem. I do not know what awaits me except that the Holy Spirit tells me in city after city that jail and suffering lie ahead, which is pretty amazing. Let me read that again. And I am bound by the Spirit to go to Jerusalem. I don't know what awaits me except that the Holy Spirit tells me in city after city that jail and suffering lie ahead. Can you imagine if that's what the Holy Spirit told you or told me? Look what he says in verse 24. But my life is worth nothing to me unless I use it for finishing the work assigned me by the Lord Jesus. The work 
of telling others that good news, that the, telling others the good news about the wonderful grace of God. And now I know that none of you to whom I have preached the kingdom will ever see me again. Very interesting last words to this body of believers. I am bound by the Spirit. I don't know really what awaits for me in the future other than jail and suffering. But, I like that word, but. I forget we have little kids here. They're going to start chuckling here in a second. Uh, However, however, my life is worth nothing to me unless I use it for finishing the work assigned me. You know, I did not ask Joanne and the team what songs, to uh, tell them what songs to play, but it seems as though the songs that they played plays right into the sermon that the Lord wants us to hear this morning. It's a new year, and I pray that uh, God will challenge us and me and you to, uh, to hear what the Spirit is saying through these last words Paul wrote to the church. These are the last words He's leaving to some elders in the church. And again, let me quickly summarize. Living out the gospel, telling others about the good news is better than, what is he saying? It's better than, basically what he's saying, it's better than living a selfish life or a self-focused life. You know, I listen to uh, sometimes preachers on, on television. I happen to have one on this uh, picking up my mother-in-law, there was a TV show, and, and basically the whole sermon was about how God wants to bless you this year, and he does. He does, but I believe the blessing that we're really looking for is close, close relationship with Jesus. And this is something that the Apostle Paul is experiencing, and he's sharing, and I think it's something that we could uh, aspire to. Paul is saying living out God's purpose in our lives is better than doing our own thing. Living out the gospel was far more important to the Apostle Paul than living out his own desires. And these are questions I want us to focus on this week, the first week of the year. Paul is talking about faithfulness to the gospel and living out his purpose, living out the purpose that the Holy Spirit has placed in his heart and his life is better than living out his own plan and his own desire. The Paul, the Apostle Paul was bound, very much like that wrestling move. He was bound by the Holy Spirit, not by some bully like I was, but by the Holy Spirit. And I believe Paul placed himself in that position to be controlled and and empowered by the Holy Spirit. He says that the Spirit of God is, is dwelling in him. Like if you're a believer in Jesus Christ, the Spirit is also dwelling in you and me. And the Spirit of Christ is bound him to do the will of the Father. And what our role is to submit, say, yes, Lord. I will do what you want me to do and stop being like little kids and saying, God, I want you to do what I want to do. We have little kids here 
And I imagine if they're listening for a second, how many of you like to get candy all the time? Raise your hand if you like to get candy. Yeah, there, look at that. Even some adults. And sometimes little kids will ask their parents, I want this. And parents say, what? No. It's 8 o'clock at night. We're not going to give you, you know, a Red Bull, all right? It's not going to happen. And I'm asking us as a church, let's grow up. Let's not be like that. But as Americans, we hate being constrained. We hate being told what to do. It's just kind of in us, right? We could see that happening a couple years ago, especially in our nation. People telling us what to do, and, and people hated it. Both ways. But being bound by the Spirit is like being in a headlock. But by a, a loving Father who has great things in store for us of living out the gospel. And even though Paul says the great things that are waiting for him is that he gets to live it out, even though that means jail, even though that might mean his inability to do his own thing. You know, there are times, I imagine as Christians, all of us have experienced this. Maybe you want to watch a show that everybody's watching. But you know what you say? You know what? I'm not going to lose focus. I'm not going to just do that. Even though it may not be sinful, but it might be time consuming. I'm not going to do that because I don't want to. I'm, I'm compelled by the Holy Spirit to live out his purpose in my life. And this might, might sway my attention. I'm just using a, a simple, silly example. Paul is focused on the things of God. He's not going to be easily sidetracked that things would make him lose focus. Again, he says, the Spirit has bound me to this calling that Jesus has given me to preach good news about the wonderful grace of God. All of us are walking billboards. When we walk into our office, we walk into our homes, we walk in the community, we are walking billboards, hopefully, about the good news and about the wonderful grace of God. So how we live our lives in front of our families and our friends can determine if we're actually sharing the good news about the wonderful grace of God. I'm thinking of Jesus at the times, you know the story where he was tempted to do his own thing and, and to, to jump off cliffs and eat bread and all those things, but he was committed to fulfill his destiny while here on earth. When we walk in obedience, I, be, I believe Paul is saying this, only when we walk in obedience, we can see that the Lord is glorified through our lives. I shared with you many, many times in our church, if you're new to our church, I sometimes share uh, what's in my closet at times. And, you know, Robin and I have been, you know, we've been married 35 years coming up next week, 35 years. But not all 35 years have been blissful. And, but we, we made a commitment to God we made a commitment. We were bound by the Holy Spirit to stay married. I would be lying to you if there wasn't times I didn't think of stepping away. 
but I made a commitment to Jesus. Not my will be done, but yours. I made a commitment to my wife till death do us part. And so I, I'm asking the Lord to fill me with his presence so that I can learn to continue to be bound by the spirit. I can be bound by the spirit. And even though I may, I've been married long enough, I know what might await for me in year 35 and 36. There might be some moments of tension. There might be some moments of frustration and anger. And even though I know that could be awaiting me, I still want to be obedient to the Lord and be committed to Jesus and in my relationship. Jesus was committed to fulfill his destiny. Paul and he challenges us being filled with the Holy Spirit. We can also walk and fulfill our destiny that God has destined and given us. Jesus could have done so many other things but he chose to be obedient. Paul could have done so many other things, but he chose to be obedient to his word, the Holy Spirit. Jesus says this. He says this in John 5. I tell you the truth, the son can do nothing by himself. He does only what he sees the father doing. Whatever the father does, the son also does. Luke pens and talks about Paul telling us, I'm going to Jerusalem, but I am bound by the Spirit to fulfill that which God has given me. Paul is under deep and strong conviction. He's captured. He's in a headlock by the Spirit of God to do his will. And Paul was a passionate. He was focused. He knew his calling, and he wanted to fulfill his calling. And he was obedient and submitted to the Holy Spirit. Doing the will of the Father is far better than doing your own will. Let me say that again. Doing the will of the Father is better than doing your own will if it's not the same thing. And when you're in the will of the Father, this is interesting. When you are in the will of the Father, what tomorrow brings does not bring fear. Paul says, I already know that jail awaits me. But that doesn't keep him from doing the father's business. Suffering in jail. It's not something to be feared when you know you're in the will of the father. There was a, a lady friend of mine. Her name was Marilyn Laszlo, a missionary to Papua New Guinea, to the inner island uh, inner part of the island where basically they were headhunters one generation prior. She was a, a farm girl from Indiana. And somebody asked her, are you ever afraid? It was just her and her sister. Literally got in a canoe and went upriver. Two days worth upriver and landed on this little village, Hanau village. They had never seen white people let alone white women. Matter of fact, the initial reaction of the villagers was they thought they were ghosts. And someone asked her, are you afraid what awaits you? And she says, no. The safest place to be is in the middle of God's will. 
even though you might be in some middle of some island where there's headhunters one generation before. And she lived there for 30 years, penned and translated the, the Bible, the New Testament Bible. And there's video footage of, I have it in VHS form, I have video footage of the first printed Bible coming to this village. In those 25 years, she was able to also give the village a written alphabet. It had never been written on paper. And, and they were coming up with the Bibles, boxes and boxes of Bibles in, in their canoes, and everybody was dressed in their native gear, and, and they were just praying and singing, the word of God is coming. The word of God is coming. The word of God is coming. That's all they chanted as the people were coming. It was, it was powerful. And I kept thinking to myself, this is, Marilyn Laszlo was living this, this scripture out. Even though she knows what lies ahead, jail and suffering, she's compelled. She says, and, and she's lived this life, but Paul says, but my life is worth nothing to me unless I use it to finishing the work assigned me by the Lord Jesus, the work of telling others the good news about the wonderful grace of God. I had the blessing of meeting four villagers coming out of that, that village. Two of them went to Purdue University to get an engineering degree. It was amazing. But God wants to use you. It may not be in the middle of some village in Papua New Guinea. It could be just at home. Living up the will of the Father at home. Being the wife or the husband, the son or daughter in your home. How we live our lives at home could be the good news that people are dying to hear. The wonderful grace of God. So I'm asking us to make a commitment before there's a walkout here in a few minutes. I'm going to ask Joanne to come on up. As she's coming up, I'm thinking, I remember, uh, as we're talking about 35 years of marriage, I, <laughs> I had no clue what awaits me, awaited me. I just talked to someone yesterday at a restaurant, and he's apprehensive about getting married, and I understand that. And... Uh, you know, I didn't want to be that guy to tell him what awaits him. Like someone in a pool and it's cold. You're in a hotel and you're freezing in there and you're swimming. And then some guy goes, how's the water? And you yell, great. And so you just have to experience it. It's awesome. But I know this, that I'm compelled by the Holy Spirit to say I do to the Holy Spirit. Yes, I submit to the Lord. He's, he's bound me. Even when my flesh wants to go this way, the Holy Spirit has bound me to go the other direction. And how we follow Jesus can be a great, great ex, uh, mouthpiece of sharing the good news of his grace. His wonderful grace of God, the good news. So this morning... I think of Joshua 24, 15. Some of you probably know it well. It's a famous verse. Let me just read a little bit here. It says, but if serving the Lord seems undesirable to you, then choose for yourselves this day who you will serve, 
whether the gods of your ancestors served, uh, your ancestors served beyond the Euphrates, or the gods of the Amorites. I would just translate it's like, who's, who are you going to serve? Your way, the way that your family's been accustomed to. Joshua says, and I ask us to make the same statement, but as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. So I pray that 2023, this will just resonate in our spirit. But for me and my household, I will be bound to the spirit and we will serve the Lord. So every eye closed, every, let's pray, every head bowed. I'm asking you, would you commit 2023 to being, your life would be filled and bound with the Holy Spirit? So much so, so much so, it compels us to fulfill the assignment given to us. Again, you don't, your assignment is not going to some jungle. In a lot of ways, we live in our own jungle, don't we? God wants us to live it out here in our homes, with our spouses, with our children, at work. But as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord bound by the Spirit, even though there might be suffering in jail ahead, because life is worth nothing to me unless I use it to finish the work assigned me by the Lord, the work of telling others the good news about the wonderful grace of God. If that's you, I'm going to ask you to stand. We're going to sing this song as we finish our if you're going to say, Pastor Murray, I want to make this commitment to, for me and my household, we're going to serve the Lord. If so, just stand. And Joanne, let's just finish with a song. And then after that, Dr. Christopher will come up. We want to thank you for listening. We pray that you were blessed and encouraged. If you like what you heard today, subscribe to this podcast and listen whenever you like. To find out more about Mosaic Church, please visit www.mosaicchurch.com tlh.com